0: What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Hopefully you got to, you know, relax, spend some time with the family, maybe catch a game or two. Um, There's a lot of games that, you know, have happened since last time I talked to you guys, so I'm going to, you know, jump right into this. Um, Yeah, so UEFA Nations League. (laughs) I'm probably going to have to do an episode to explain this um, because the, the Nations League changed from the the first iteration that they had that Portugal won. Um, They're up to match day four for the second iteration. Um, So on, let's see, October 13th we had uh, Ukraine defeated Spain 1-0, Germany 3, Switzerland 3, uh, Azerbaijan 0, Cyprus 0, Montenegro 1, Luxembourg 2, Latvia 0, Malta 1, the Faroe Islands defeated Andorra 2-0, And Liechtenstein and San Marino, two of the smallest countries in Europe, 0 0 draw. Wednesday, October 14th, Italy and the Netherlands played to a 1 1 draw. Bosnia defeated, or excuse me, Poland defeated Bosnia 3 0. England lost to Denmark 1 0. Iceland 1, Belgium 2, Croatia 1, France 2, Portugal 3, Sweden 0. Norway defeated Northern Ireland 1-0. Romania lost to Austria 1-0. Scotland won, Czech Republic 0. Slovakia 2, Israel 3. Hungary and Russia played to a 1-1 draw. Turkey and Serbia 2-2 draw. Uh, Finland 1, Ireland 0. Bulgaria lost to Wales 1-0. North Macedonia 1, Georgia 1. Estonia and Armenia played to a 1-1 draw. Slovenia, Slovenia defeated Moldova 4-0. Greece and Kosovo played to a 0-0 draw, as did Lithuania and Albania. And last but not least, Belarus 2, Kazakhstan 0. So after four match days, this is how the standings go in every group for the UEFA Nations League. In Group A1, we got Poland on top, followed by Italy, the Netherlands, and Bosnia and Herzegovina. Group A2, Belgium is on top with nine points, followed by Denmark and England, both with seven points. Iceland's in last with zero points. Group A3, Portugal and France are both on top with 10 points. Croatia's in third with three points, and Sweden has yet to score or to get any points. Group A4, we got Spain on top, Germany in second, Ukraine in third, and Switzerland in fourth. Group B1. Austria and Norway both have 9 points, followed by Romania with 4 points and then Northern Ireland with 1 point. Scotland's on top of group B2 with 10 points, followed by the Czech Republic with 6, Israel's in third with 5 points and Slovakia's in last with 1 point. Group B3, Russia's on top with 8 points, Hungary's in second with 7, Turkey's in third with 3 points and Slovenia's in, last, or excuse me, Serbia's in last with 2 points. Group B4, Wales is on top with 10 points, followed by Finland with 9, Ireland in 3rd place with 2, Bulgaria is in last with 1 point. Group C1, Luxembourg and Montenegro both have 9 points, Azerbaijan is in 3rd with 4 points, Cyprus is in last with 1 point. Group C2, both North Macedonia and Georgia both have 6 points, followed by Armenia with 5 and Estonia with 2. Group C, three, uh, Slovenia is on top with 10, followed by Greece with eight. Kosovo, two, Moldova, one. Group C, four, you got Belarus on top with seven. Lithuania and Albania both have five. Kazakhstan's in last with four. Group D, one, you got the Faroe Islands on top with 10 points. Malta is in second with five. Latvia's in third with three, and Andorra's in last with two points. And last but not least, we got group D2, and this is going to sound crazy, but sitting on top of the group, undefeated. Six points in two matches, we got Gibraltar, followed by Liechtenstein with four points, and San Marino is in third or last in the group with one point. All right, we also had uh, CONMEBOL, match day two of World Cup qualifying. We had Bolivia one, Argentina two. Ecuador defeated Uruguay four to two. Venezuela lost to Paraguay uh, 1-0. Peru 2, Brazil 4, and then Chile and Colombia played to a 2-2 draw. So after two match days for Common Bowl World Cup qualifying, we got Brazil and Argentina on top, no surprise. Both have six points, followed by Colombia and Paraguay, each with four. Then uh, in fifth and sixth place, we got Ecuador and Uruguay with three points. Followed by Chile and Peru, both with one point. And in eighth and ninth, we have Venezuela and Bolivia with zero points. Alright, moving on to Europe. We got Ligue 1, match day six. This is past Friday. Uh, We had Dijon and Rene play to a 1-1 draw. And we had Paris Saint-Germain easily defeating Nîmes 4-0. On Saturday, we had... Lorient, 3-1 uh, to one against Reims. Reims, sorry. And then uh, Marseille, 3. Bordeaux, 1. Uh, then on Sunday, we had uh, Strasbourg, 2. Lyon, 3. Angers and Metz played a 1-1 draw, as did Monaco and Montpellier. Nantes, 3. Brest, 1. Saint Etienne, 1. Nice, 3. And then Lille defeated Lens, 4-0. So after, um, uh, sorry, the current table, I should say, um, in League One, or excuse me, yeah, League One, is Lille sitting on top with 17 points, Paris Saint-Germain in second with 15, Rene also in uh, with in third place with 15 points, followed by Nice and Lens, both with 13 points, and then Marseille's in sixth with 12. Bottom of the table, we got Strasbourg uh, with three points, Rem with two and Dijon also with two. All right, moving on to La Liga, match day six. Um, this past weekend, so we got Saturday, uh, Granada won, Sevilla zero. Atletico Madrid defeated Celta Vigo two to zero. Cadiz defeated Real Madrid one to zero. And Getafe somehow defeated Barcelona one to zero. That's crazy. Um, so Sunday, October 18th, we had Ibar and Asasuna. Played to a 0-0 draw. Athletic Club 2, Levante 0. Villarreal 2, Valencia 1. Alaves 0, Elche 2. Huesca and Real Valladolid played to a 2-2 draw. Real Betis 0, Real Sociedad 3. So the (laughs) La Liga table looks a little crazy. um, Mainly because, you know, two of the, the top three in the league aren't in the top six. But sitting on top... One and two respectively. We got Real Sociedad on top with eleven points, uh, followed by Villarreal, Real Madrid, Getafe, Cadiz, and Granada, three, four, five, and six respectively, all with ten points. Bottom of the table in eighteenth, we got Alaves with four points, and in nineteenth and twenty, we got Real Valladolid and Levante, both with three points. But this coming weekend in La Liga, we got El Clasico. Now. To me, El Clasico, you know, I'm sure it's still huge in Spain, obviously, and it it will be forever. But, um, you know, ever since Cristiano Ronaldo left to go to Italy, I haven't really been paying too much attention to um, El Clasico just because it just doesn't, like, those two teams, they're not the same. And now it's really going to be interesting because Messi is not really playing the way that he has been in the past. So you know it'll still be huge for you know the cities of Madrid and Barcelona, but um, I got to be honest. Ever since Cristiano Ronaldo left and went to Italy, it to me it just doesn't seem like like this game is as big as it uh, as it has been. I guess we were fortunate for so many years to be able to watch the two of them, you know, play against each other, and you know, twice a season. And now we don't we don't have the benefit of that, and it, it kind of you can see that the league is kind of suffering. And not that the league is suffering, but the Spanish League, for the longest time, was the top league in Europe. Now, people can argue that. People can always say that the Premier League, you know, was the top league in Europe. And I think it is, as far when it comes to, like, parity. But, statistically, if you look at the amount of championships, and even something that I hate, but the UEFA coefficient, Spain has always been the top league. Um, Premier League is, you know, it's better to watch, you know, especially for a neutral but as far as the amount of talent and trophies within Europe, I mean, it, it's definitely been Spain for, I would say, the last decade. So um, I don't know. We we may get the opportunity. Hopefully, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo tested positive for coronavirus. But um, uh, Juventus and Barcelona got drawn to the same groups for the Champions League. So we may, you know, get the opportunity to see both of them play against each other at least one more time. Um, before it possibly, you know, never happens again because they, you know, go someplace else. Uh, both Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, you know, after this season, who knows? We'll see. But, but yeah, El Clásico is coming up this weekend. It should be a good game to watch. It just won't, to me, it just won't be as big as it, as it has been in the past. All right, moving on to Serie. A. This past Saturday, we had uh, Napoli four, Atalanta one. We had the Milan derby which I actually watched a little bit of this. When I say a little bit, it was probably like 20 minutes. Zlatan Ibrahimović, you know, people joke, and he's even joked and called himself Benjamin Button, but, you know, he looked, he looked amazing in this game. I mean, the, I don't want say to say the dude's unstoppable, but he just, he looked really, really good. And I definitely, especially coming off of last season, I definitely picked Inter Milan to win this game, and Zlatan made me look like a fool. But uh, it was Inter Milan one. AC Milan 2. Uh, we got Sampdoria 3, Lazio 0, and Cretone and Juventus played to a 1 1 draw. I know it just sounds a little crazy, but uh, I see Pirlo turning that ship around soon. So, uh, you know, it kind of hurts too when you don't have one of the best players in the world uh, available. So for Sunday, we had Bologna 3, S- uh, Sassuolo uh, 4. Uh, Spezia and Fiorentina play to a 2-2 draw. Torino 2, Caligari 3. Udinese 3, Parma 2. And then Roma 5, Benevento 2. And then yesterday, Monday, uh, we had Hellas Verona and Genoa play to a 0-0 draw. So the table in Serie right now, AC Milan is sitting on top with 12 points. They have not lost a match. Sassuolo is in second with 10. Atalanta is in 3rd with 9 points. Napoli is in 4th with 8. Followed by Juventus in 5th with 8. And Inter Milan is in 6th with 7 points. Bottom of the table, we got uh, Parma's in 18th with 3 points. Curtone 19th with 1 point. And Torino is in last with 0 points. Um, notable match coming up this weekend. At least in my opinion, you got AC Milan playing Roma. If they continue playing the way that they have... AC Milan really should not have a hard time. I mean, and keep in mind that Zlatan Ibrahimović tested positive for coronavirus not too long ago. And it's obvious that it's not it's not slowing him down in the slightest. Um, I mean, we'll see how, how long he can last. But, you know, people have been saying he's going to fall off. And it just it just hasn't happened for him at all. So, all right, moving on to the Bundesliga. Match day four. Um, Saturday, we had Freiburg and Werder Bremen play to a 1-1 draw. Mainz 0, Bayer Leverkusen 1, Augsburg 0, RB Leipzig 2, Hoffenheim 0, Borussia Dortmund 1, Hertha Berlin 0, my beloved VFB Stuttgart 2, Armenia Bielefeld 1, Bayer Munich 4, Borussia Mönchengladbach and Wolfsburg played to a 1-1 draw. Sunday, we had Cologne and Eintracht Frankfurt play to a 1-1 draw, as did Schalke and Union Berlin. So the Bundesliga table, after four match days, we got RB Leipzig sitting on top with 10 points, followed by Bayern Munich in second with nine points, Borussia Dortmund in third place, also with nine points, Eintracht Frankfurt in fourth with eight points, in fifth place, and currently in a Europa League group stage slot, even though I'm not trying to get too excited about it. We got VFB Stuttgart in seventh, Augsburg's in sixth, also with seven points. At the bottom of the table, we got Cologne in 18th with one point, Schalke's in 19th with one point, and Mainz is in last place with zero points. Now, like I said, I I think it is cool. You know, we're only four matches in. We've still got a lot of games left to play, but it is nice to be able to see. We got 30 games left in the Bundesliga, right? Yeah. It is nice to see Stuttgart, you know, in the upper half of the table. But, like I said, I don't want to get too excited about it. Stuttgart has disappointed before in the past. You know, things happen. Right now, I think, as a Stuttgart fan, we need to be shooting for 40 points. I think 40 points will keep us in the Bundesliga for next season, and it's a realistic goal. So we really have 33 more points that we need to get, you know, between now and the end of the season. That's 11 wins, you know. Um, Hopefully that can happen. Then we'll start to worry about, you know, Europa League, Champions League, you know we're still in the Deutsche Pokal as well, but you know let's focus on staying staying up. I don't want to go back into the second Bundesliga, you know, again. It would be like the the third time in like five years. I really don't want next season to be, you know, second division German football. I really really don't want that. Right. But we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, last but not least, uh, Premier League match day five. Um, we had the Merseyside Derby. Um, ended in a two-two draw, but. This game was actually a huge loss for Liverpool. I've said it before on this show, Virgil van Dijk, in my opinion, he's one of the best defenders in the world, if not the best defender. Um, He's going to be out now for, what, six to eight months? I don't know if it's ACL, MCL, but it doesn't matter. He's requiring surgery, so hopefully he can can come back. Um, I definitely don't think that he'll be playing for the Netherlands in the Euros, um, in the summer. Um, but, you know, anything is possible. You know, I wish him a speedy recovery. Um, you know, he says he's going to come back faster, fitter, stronger. I hope that's the case. You know, he's like, what, 29 years old? You know, he's still, I, I really like watching him play. And, you know, as I've mentioned, I'm, but talking about playing him in FIFA or against him in FIFA, you cannot get the ball past him, especially a couple of seasons ago. He was just, you could not go past him at all in the game. So, um, you know, hopefully he recovers and, uh, you know, he play for a few more years. Uh, let's see. We had Chelsea and Southampton play to a 3-3 draw. Manchester City won Arsenal zero. That was disappointing. Um, Newcastle United won Manchester United four on Sunday. Uh, Sheffield United and Fulham played to a 1-1 draw. Crystal Palace and Brighton Albion also played to a 1-1 draw. Tottenham, West Ham played to a 3-3 draw. And then Leicester City fell to Ashton Villa, 1-0. Yesterday, West Brom and Burnley, 0-0. And then Leeds United, 0. Wolves, 1. So the Premier League table, after five match days, we got Everton sitting on top with 13 points. In second place, we got Ashton Villa with 12 points, followed by Liverpool with 10 and then Leicester, Arsenal, and Wolves, four, five, and six, all have nine points. Bottom of the table, got Burnley's in 18th with one, Sheffield United's in 19th with one, and then Fulham is in last place with one point. Um, so, my Premier League uh, matches of match day six, matches of the week, I guess you could call them, I got Ashton Villa versus Leeds, and then Manchester United versus Chelsea, so uh, I'll probably actually watch that Leeds match you know, one of the players that I really like from Leeds, Calvin Phillips, he got hurt this past weekend, or excuse me, not this past weekend, yesterday Um, so he has like a shoulder injury, so he'll probably be out, but uh, you know, you got Ashton Villa, they're, you know, top of the table, right behind uh, Everton, so it should be a pretty decent match to watch, same thing with the Man United Chelsea game, Ole Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Versus Frank Lampard, Um, even though, you know, Ole is constantly fighting for his job. um, Manchester United played a good game today, so um, they'll have that momentum rolling into this weekend. So it should be a a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent match. All right. Um, United States, Major League Soccer. I haven't really talked about it too much since the tournament, uh, the MLS is back tournament that was starting. Um, but I got some MLS scores for you. All right, so this past Saturday. We had Chicago Fire 2, Sporting Kansas City 2, Montreal Impact 2, Inter-Miami 1. Uh, let's see. Sunday, we had Columbus, Clu- Columbus Crew 3, NYCFC 1, the New York Red Bulls 0, Orlando City 1, FC Cincinnati 1, DC United 2, Toronto FC defeated Atlanta United 1-0. Minnesota United and the Houston Dynamo played to a 2-2 draw. The Portland Timbers, LAFC, played to a 1-1 draw. LA Galaxy and Whitecaps FC played to a one or Excuse me. LA Galaxy defeated the Whitecaps 1-0. San Jose Earthquakes and the Seattle Sounders played to a 0-0 draw. And the Colorado Rapids-Real Salt Lake match was postponed. And then yesterday we had the New England Revolution and the Philadelphia Union play to um, Philly won that game. Sorry, two to one. All right, looking at the table, I'm not going to go through all 26 teams, but um, in the playoff positions, at least in the Eastern Conference, we got uh, Toronto FC's on top with 41 points, followed by Philadelphia Union with 38 points. Uh, Columbus Crew is in third with 34 points. Orlando City is in fourth with 32 points. New England Revolution in 5th with 28, followed by NYCFC with 27 points, and then the New York Red Bulls in 7th with 25 points. And the sound you hear is my garage door opener, or not opener, but my garage door opening, as my wife is coming back from picking up Frosties from Wendy's. Um, (laughs) Western Conference, we got the Seattle Sounders on top with 31 points, followed by the Portland Timbers with uh, 31 points as well. Sporting KC is in third place with 30 points. LAFC is in fourth with 25. Fifth place, we got Minnesota United with 24 points. Sixth, we got FC Dallas with 24 points. And in seventh, we have the San Jose Earthquakes, 24 points. Now, not this was match day 19 for the MLS, but not every team has played 19 matches. Um, it seems like the majority of the league has only played 18. Some still at 17, and in Colorado, they've only played 13 matches, so they're going to either have a lot to make up, or they're going to be forfeiting. And, you know, the weather is only going to get worse and worse in Colorado, so we'll see. Okay. Um, Oh, one match that I did not mention. um, Last week, we had a, a Deutsche Pokal. It's like a makeup match because, you know, Bayern with the Champions League and everything. And they, they, had, they had to push some dates because of Super Cups and, you know, whatever else. But uh, we had, and I'm going to try to pronounce this team. We had Durin-Murzenich 0, Bayern Munich 3. So Bayern will be moving on to round 2 of the Deutsche Pokal. Alright, um, today we had the start of the 2020-2021 uh, UEFA Champions League group stages. Um, so, I got these scores that happened. We got Chelsea and Sevilla played to a 0 0 draw. René and Krasnodar played to a 1 1 draw. Club Brugge defeated Zenit 2 1. Lazio defeated Borussia Dortmund 3 1. Juventus 2, Dynamo Kiev 0. Barcelona 5, Ferrancarbos 1. Paris Saint Germain 1, Manchester United 2. And then RB Leipzig defeated Istanbul Here, Shakhtar here, 2-0. Tomorrow, the Champions League, we got uh, Salzburg hosting Lokomotiv Moscow. Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid should be a good match. Um, Shakhtar Donetsk will head to Real Madrid for a match. Inter Milan will be hosting Borussia Gladbach. Manchester City will be hosting Porto. Olympiacos hosting Marseille. Ajax will be hosting Liverpool, and Milan will be hosting Atalanta. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know which one of those matches I'm gonna watch. I do have the ability now to watch every single Champions League match, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, but I don't know which one of those I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. And on Thursday, um, you know, we have every single one of the uh, Europa League matches for the match day, and for that one. The one that I will definitely be watching is Arsenal playing against Rapid Wien, Rapid Vienna. Um, there's a couple other good ones like Celtic and AC Milan. That should actually be a pretty good match. Um, let's see what else we got here. Actually, oh, Young Boys and Roma. Young Boys might surprise some people. I mean, can't really sleep on the teams from Switzerland, but that should be a pretty decent match. All the rest of these, I can't really see. I don't know they just look like they might be blowouts but you know it's early it's group stage it is what it is so all right i am going to take a quick break and i will be right back all right i'm back i've been playing a lot of fifa 21 since it came out and i gotta say that i know i mentioned it before but I, I do like what the changes that they've made and what they've done to Career Mode. It actually keeps me a little bit more interested. I don't play as often as I used to. Like I can't really play two games in a row like I used to, um, mainly because I don't actually do the training stuff in it now. But uh, I have I've been playing it. Um, i actually like it. I mean, it's it it it's pulled me in. Unlike you know Twenty. Um, and as I've mentioned before, I know I say this. All the time, um, I'll put in the show notes my PlayStation Network ID. You guys can send me a request if you guys ever want to play. Um, I'm not that good. Said that before. Um, haven't played a game online with FIFA 21 yet. Um, but yeah, if you guys ever want to play, just let me know. Hit me up. It's Football Boy R H spelled F U T B O L Boy R H. Don't make fun of my name. It was my son's name. I just took it. It's a long story. So. Um, Next week, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but there was this, uh, what was it called, Project Big Picture, I believe, where there were clubs in the Premier League. I know Liverpool was one of them, where they were trying to take greater control of the Premier League and essentially give basically like six or nine clubs of the the premier league, a lot of control over not only the premier league, but also like the EFL. So like the championship league one, league two, um, and it kind of all leaked out or whatever. And, uh, you know, leagues in Europe, UEFA also is saying that they're not going to allow it to happen. Um, but I'm going to do some more research on that this week. Um, so the next week I can like let you guys know exactly what it is that I learned. Um, haven't had a chance to really read too much about it. I've just been seeing headlines and, you know, I read a couple of little quick articles about it, but it's definitely something that I'm really interested in. And I'll fill you guys in on whatever it is that I find next week about that. Um, if there's anything that you guys want to know or that you'd like for me to change with the show or anything, just let me know. I am still and always will be open to suggestion. Um, again, if you guys have any questions, feel free to email me, hit me up on Twitter or hit me up on Instagram and if you guys don't really want to do this, but if you guys do enjoy the show, you could head over to the Apple iTunes store or the Apple podcast app, I guess it is now. And just, you know, give me a review. I don't care what it is. Um, you know, however many stars you want and just leave a little comment. That would definitely, definitely help the show out. And, um, and I would appreciate it. So, um, all right. With that, I'm going to go. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, get to catch some matches there's matches on tomorrow and Thursday and there'll be matches on on Friday Saturday, Sunday, so basically every day for the rest of the week to include next Monday so uh, you have seven days of, of uh, six I guess of counting Wednesday now um, of matches to watch plenty to see um, just you know go enjoy it and make sure you guys take care of yourself take care of your families wash your hands Wash your mask, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. All right, bye.